0: Regional Service Commission 11 is now known as the Capital Region Service Commission. For all your building or subdivision permits,
1: regional transportation, social mandates, and economic development questions, visit capitalrsc.ca. That's c-a-p-i-t-a-l-r-s-c.ca. Email info at crsc.ca, call 506-453-2956, or visit our office at 860 Prospect Street in Fredericton. Hi and welcome to Late Scratches episode 21. It's February the uh, 20th. We are recording this episode um, in the Downtown Marriageville studio with Brad James again. I'm Bill Gibson. Brad, the month has just flown by.
0: Absolutely. February is the shortest month and it feels like it's even shorter and I Start this uh, podcast off. I just waved at your cat Willie, and he yawned. (laughs) What the hell does that mean?
1: I think he's getting used to you being here. I think that's what that means. Yawn. Thanks, Willie.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no. uh, February is uh, every time we're talking. It's it's about ramping up for playoffs and all kinds of playoffs uh, on the cusp and uh, all kinds of things going on. So it's it's uh, you and I tonight to to discuss everything that's going on in the greater Fredericton region. And it's a lot. I
1: I updated the online schedule um, just a short time ago. So that's already updated online. And I got to add those two magical words that you get this time of year when you're doing off a schedule, the if necessary. If necessary.
0: Asterisk, if necessary. Yes. It is a great time of year. Plus the X's and Y's, right? Clinch playoff spot, clinch first round by. So all kinds of letters and and, and, uh, asterisks. Coming so we'll, we'll
1: take a run through. we got a lot to talk about in the basketball world, yeah. for sure. A uh, lot to talk about um, in hockey as well. Uh, so a lot happening. Uh, curling. There. Curling. Uh, we'll touch on curling. Um, and I think we should just start with uh, some feedback on the last episode uh, with Stu Athletic Director Megan Duny-Weiss. Um, everything that I heard was just the same as you and I felt after. Uh, just a great guest, great conversation. Uh, and feedback even from the, some of the coaches that I uh, have run into since we, we did the podcast, uh, and their feedback just echoes ours that just enjoy working uh, with Megan and uh, you know, just uh, you know, looking forward to what happens with Stu Athletics as things go forward, and, and uh, you know, the, the, the players and parents that I interacted with over the last little while that have heard the, the podcast as well, same, same same feeling.
0: It's such a high motor she has and uh comes from a competitive background and and, and right through and, uh, and imagine it's you're throwing into the sports season uh, you know so many lefts you're begging for a right type thing but uh she just seems to have that personality or she's going to figure that out pretty quick and, and settle in so it's going to be interesting to see because she does bring a different dimension to that role and uh you know where it takes Stu athletics from here so it's, it's going to be fun to watch her uh, tenure
1: yeah, there were really, there have been two guests that I've sort of walked away more energized than when we started. One was Gardner and the other right. one was well, was Megan. The both of them, like you just come away from the conversation feeling, wow, like this is... Yeah, great your pump, energy. Your uh, yeah, th- just, that's what you,
0: amazing. yeah, you want to be surrounded by that, right? It's it's if Don't come with problems, come with solutions, like that type of uh, uh, outlook, I guess. And then she certainly, you know, she is. Some big announcements already made, and, and one that's that's out just just out recently as well, which you'll touch on. So yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, St. We'll, Thomas is going to have its hands full, and it's going to be a busy time. It's
1: going to be a busy time at St. Thomas next year. We'll, we'll get to that. Uh, so let's jump right in with the NBPEI Major U Eighteen Hockey. Your league. favorite, my favorite, my favorite name of a league. Um, not a whole lot that I can find on the schedule. The the uh, Caps have, uh, I think, a home game um, at the Casey Regional center somehow kensington at caps at the casey regional center that's what i found listed which i thought was a little weird uh, mm-hmm. and then caps at contendo northern moose the next day uh, so i think it's must be a makeup game or something that kensington's coming over to KC um, region or the bathurst essentially right bathurst, um, area. bathurst area for mm-hmm. but it must be a couple they must be playing playing contendo northern moose
0: Bathurst in the news too with Academy Bathurst, the Q team looking for a thousand dollars from a thousand businesses, I think, uh, to try to keep the team afloat in the Q and and certainly struggling with uh, with attendance in Bathurst and, and that area. And uh, St John Sea Dogs don't have a contract, from what I understand, at TD Station uh, beyond this year. So some things to watch on two New Brunswick teams in the Q.
1: Yeah, a thousand from a thousand in Bathurst seems. That's 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 tough. That draw. Seems ambitious,
0: right? And it's you know we with the freeze, I'll pump the freeze chest. It's a hundred dollars from a hundred businesses or individuals in in, in our region, and uh, we're at about seventy five percent after five months. So it, it's a tough grind.
1: It, that, I think that would be an incredibly uh, tough grind uh, for them to to get that, and um, it's. I mean, we all know how cost of everything have gone up and you think about running a junior hockey team or a major junior hockey team, just the cost of Transportation, travel, crazy. Trans- transportation would just through the roof, let alone all the other things, particularly that major junior mm-hmm. provides to their players. Like that's...
0: Oh, yeah, the, the busing uh, costs, you know, because I've looked into it a number of times and every time I pull into the Grand Harvey and uh, park in the back and see the bus for the visiting team, the first thing I think of is... There's a lot of money right there in that shaker, yeah. Um, and, and you know, are the ticket prices or are the ticket demands meeting those costs? And that's what you have to look at businesses' bottom line, right? Uh, so yeah, that just transportation plus equipment and everything else alone, not easy.
1: No, no, certainly not easy. Um, so yeah, interesting there. I just thought that was interesting that it seemed like the Caps have a home game in Bathurst, which it's an awful thing. So not a lot that I could find out uh, from the online schedule for that league this week. Uh, very similar with the NB Southern Senior Hockey League. Um, I could only find two games listed, and both of them were at the River Valley Rock.
0: Grand Bay Westfield.
1: Uh, yes. Um, so I guess that's quasi-local, but not really in terms of the we've been sort of counting Grand Lake and uh, Tri County right. as the local Absolutely. teams there. Uh, and one of those games, I think it had it had a May date on one of the games, but I think Ooh. they actually meant yeah. March.
0: I, I hope so. But yeah. that that league is winding down as well, where it's a shortened yeah. season. So uh, most of the senior leagues are winding down; they're into their semifinals or about to start the playoffs.
1: Yeah. So nothing really to report. Uh, report there from uh, from those two in terms of local uh, Fredericton Red Wings. You were there yesterday, Family Day sellout. Crowd, uh, first time ever, um, lots, of, lots of butts in the building.
0: Yeah, it was great to see. They, they talk about high energy, a lot of children with their uniforms, and uh, Miramichi was in town, and uh, big crowd, big anticipation. Uh, Fredericton on a two-game win streak, and big win the night before in Buk-tush. And As Roger Shannon said between the second and third, we come out and laid an egg. Outshot shot 17-2 in the first period, down 3 nothing to a very good Miramichi team. And... and, and you know, Fredericton got home early in the wee hours Sunday after the Buck-Touche trek and trek, uh, but I thought they would have had a little more energy and maybe faded in the second and third. They they did make a game out of it, uh, ended up losing 6-3, but uh, still haven't clinched a playoff spot. But it was great to see that many people in the building. And it was a, a holiday matinee, uh, but we talked about energy off the top of the show. There was a lot of energy there, so it was good to see Fredericton fans make some noise.
1: So they've all but clinched a playoff spot. One they're, point. They're, they're 11 points up on Campbellton. With a game in hand so they've got seven games remaining six of which are at home
0: right so they have to make a at home but i i I think it's one point Uh, once again nobody told me there'd be math yeah that that uh, would
1: that would make sense if uh they've got a they've got a game in hand so campbellton would have six games left and they're down 11 points so the maximum they could get would be 12 points um, and I think Fredericton owns the season series they do. with, with Campbellton, yeah. So And, and home this weekend,
0: point. play Friday against Amherst and Saturday against the Blizzard of Edmonston, which could be a first-round opponent in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, that's that would be a tough first-round draw for them, I think. But you look at that uh, Red Wings team, and I've been there for a few of their games, and when the top line, top two lines are rolling... They can be as good as anybody.
0: Oh, absolutely. They can compete. And they showed that Sunday winning in Bakhtush, which is not an easy barn to win. And, uh, you know, seeing Slava Melikov go down yesterday late. Uh, but uh, Roger had let me know today that he's fine. He took a shot inside the knee. It never feels good. But practice today. So they, they, they do have uh, the content. Uh, Jake Tracy suspended for three games for a blow to the head. So he served that uh, game, and he'll miss the two games this weekend. But they need to have him back in the lineup as well.
1: So all you folks that were there for the sellout on the Monday, six home games between now and March 10th. So lots of opportunity to see the Red Wings before what is a likely playoff a run, and it looks like it would be the Edmondston or West Kent. Right. Would be there. That's one of the two p- teams. One of their playoff opponents, based on the yeah. way the standings sit right now. So it could be some good Red Wings playoff hockey at, at the Grand Harvey. And speaking of playoff hockey at the Grand Harvey. Yeah. How about uh, the Stu Tommy women's hockey and the amazing run of Katie Sweeney?
0: Unbelievable, and probably should be getting more notice. I uh, can't remember the last time she was scored on in regulation or overtime. We went back to February 8th, I believe it was, against St. Mary's, maybe whatever it was, but she's gone over four games now with a shutout streak and winning one nothing, uh, sweeping Moncton. And winning one nothing and one nothing, uh, not too many series can you win with two goals scored, and and Stu did. So on to the next round uh, against a, a pretty good X team that starts this week, and uh, St. Thomas will be home Sunday afternoon for Game Three of that uh, best of five semifinal.
1: Yeah, that kicks off uh, Wednesday the twenty first, which is tomorrow from when we're recording this. Wednesday and Thursday uh, at X, and that that's a big and talented X team. X, it is good. Um, you know, beat out UNB for first place. Or else we could have seen a...
0: Yeah, would have, could have, you know, should have, right, had UNB won that yeah, last game won, that would, that uh, last been a, Tuesday. It would have been fun, uh, it been you
1: know, fun. To, to have UNB and Stu meet yeah. in the semifinals and have one of them, you know, go forward to the conference championship. Yeah. Uh, X will be a tall task for Stu, um, literally, uh, on their size. Um, I think I've seen X once or twice when they were through here, and, and uh, you know, they're, they're a strong... There's strong club there's a reason why they finish first
0: Oh, absolutely and Sweeney's an interesting goaltender she's a a big target there's no doubt about that and she doesn't mind taking whistles like uh, there's no extra um, chaos around her crease because uh, if she sees an opposing player coming uh, close to her crease she'll just cover it up and and doesn't mind taking the face off so uh, it's an interesting style a lot of goaltenders like to play it like to keep it moving but she'll take the whistle and stopping pucks and and it's not like she's getting nine shots a game. She's facing thirty-five to forty shots a game and a lot, uh, posting zeros. Like, uh, it's just it's been an incredible run. And uh, the game against Moncton, game one, some of the saves she made late were just dynamic.
1: And it was good. Like I, I was there. That's where we recorded the podcast last week. Stayed right. for part of the game. I didn't didn't stay for all of it. Uh, but it was good to see a crowd out even on that night. Like for. Uh, and UNB was playing against and U- them U- as U-NB well. Was yeah, was playing yeah. So they're, they're, head to head. So the backs. fans
0: are there. There are fans there, and I know fans. Uh, their interest is peaked when it's when it's postseason. There's no ifs ands or buts about that. Um, but yeah, there's uh, on any given night in town, you can do a million things. And but it was good to see uh, the crowd out, and uh, hopefully on Sunday, uh, see more
1: um and let's let's move across campus umb women's hockey finished second as we talked about uh their semifinal final series were against uh, SMU, st mary's um wednesday and thursday here at the aiken center so the series mirror mirrors the other series uh and then umb on the road um the twenty fifth, twenty six. Aiken Center is going to be a busy spot. So sun, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday Thursday,
0: Friday, Saturday too, right? Yep. With Friday, Saturday with the men hosting. Uh, the men, ho- St. Mary's. Men,
1: men hosting St. Mary's as yeah. well. So um, you you could literally go to college playoff hockey or AUS playoff hockey. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday. Monday potentially. Right. Mon- yeah. Monday's got the if necessary Monday. if yeah. the if these five game series go like. That's a pretty impressive thing to be able to say. Oh, in this absolutely, town, right. Like, Where are you going tonight? Back to the rink. Yeah, back to the rink. Yeah. Um, so you'll be there for the yep. for the stew uh, stew games on uh, um, Sunday and Monday if awesome. necessary. If necessary, so you'll be at the rink. Three I days, will be. Three, that's three right. Three days in a row. Exactly.
0: Yeah, um, my wife's happy about that. Get out.
1: Yes, yes. So that's uh, that's the women's playoff hockey. As you mentioned, the men. Uh, we talked about the perfect regular season, thirty and zero. Um, Friday and Saturday, twenty third, twenty fourth, seven o'clock, Aiken University Center against St. Mary's, in the semifinal. Um, this is probably the one series that it's got the if necessaries. Would you would think based on the regular season standings here, these would be the the, the you know the ones that have the biggest asterisks on right, them the absolutely. if necessaries.
0: Although if I'm St. Mary's, I'm coming in fired up because you know there's going to be a good crowd. Yep. you are playing the undisputed number one in the country. Uh, some, and it's a lot easier sometimes to start on the road. Um, and Spew has given UMB a couple of pretty good tilts this year. So it's that game one thing, right? If you can just hang around in game yeah. one and, and then hope for that proverbial split. Every coach says that. Oh, we just need a split. But easier said than done, that's for sure.
1: Oh yeah, way easier said than done against UMB. So uh, lots of uh, lots of high school hockey lots of UMB uh, hockey, uh, university hockey that is. High school hockey. Uh, lots going on there as well. Uh, playoff series uh, for the AAA boys side, Leo Hayes and Cite de June, FHS and Uh FHS and Oramokdo are playing, just starting right about this very minute. Uh, so we won't tell you about, about that one uh, uh, tonight. Uh, but uh, the 22nd, Sid back at Leo Hayes for a 3.30 start at Willie O'Ree. Also the 22nd, OHS at FHS, 7.45 at the LBR. Okay. Uh, If necessary, on the 24th, FHS at at OHS in the King's Arrow at 8 o'clock. The 25th, if necessary, uh, Leo Hayes at Sit De 1230. And again, if necessary, OHS at FHS 7 o'clock on the 28th uh, for boys high school hockey. That's all online uh, with the If Necessaries as well on the the podcast uh, website. Uh, late scratches.podbean.com on the girls side I can only find one series noted so I'm not sure exactly what's going on with FHS and Leo Hayes whether they're done a series or whether they're decided not to play the playoffs I have no idea but it's uh, Cole St. Anne and OHS uh, the 23rd at King's Arrow at 7 uh, the 25th at York Arena at 7.45 and the 26th at OHS at 6.45 so it could be just the schedule wasn't updated when I pulled it online I, I don't know how, you know, well, the work
0: you do, the diligence yeah, on finding all those schedules, man, you're pulling oh, stuff there's, out. There. There's a there's Crazy. a lot there's
1: a lot to it. Yep. Um, you're so doing that takes it takes us takes us through hockey. At least all the yeah. stuff that we know about. Anything else in the hockey world? Do you want to chat on?
0: Huh, I think I'm fine. Uh, trying to think uh, locally here. I think we did cover everything. Nice to see uh, Marchand play his thousandth game uh, with, with the Bruins, uh, a Maritimer and, and some New Brunswick connections as well. Um, so certainly following that uh, and all the hoopla, which is great to see. I thought Sidney Crosby was hilarious with his notes, with many uh, many um, uh, words around nose, yes. keep his nose to the grindstone, and a few other things. So uh, it was all good to watch that yesterday.
1: Um, let's go on to uh, volleyball. Let's uh, jump over to UNB first uh, because there is some home action there. Uh, UNB women's volleyball. Uh, they play Acadia in a best two of two out of three semifinal. At Acadia on the twenty-second, home at the Richard J. Curry Center on seven o'clock on the twenty-fourth. That's the Saturday, uh, and then back at Acadia on the twenty-sixth if necessary, uh, so that UNB women's volleyball um, squeaked into the playoffs. I think with the uh, beating Moncton in the last uh, uh, for the last spot there for fourth. Okay, and the
0: guys are at Laval, I think. Uh, the
1: guys are at Laval. Um, it looks like all games are being played at Laval. Right if I can understand the, the uh, website there correctly, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, um, all at Laval. They finished 7-9 and nine in the uh, RSEQ conference.
0: I'm right. pretty competitive, and uh, one of my teammates' son uh, plays at uh, nickel Lynn and, and they're probably in tough, but they're going on the road. Way they go.
1: Um, ACAA Volleyball, Stu Men finish at 8-8. Eight and eight. That was good for third in the ACAA. Of course, uh, four teams make the playoffs there. So they're on to the semifinals That Volleyball Tournament ACA is happening at the G-Forbes Elliott in UNBSJ this weekend. Uh, men's semifinals uh, Saturday. Um, Stu plays Holland College in the 7.30 semifinal. That's the late semifinal. Uh, the other one uh, is UNBSJ and St. Anne. St. Anne finished first. And uh, from what I saw, uh, they're beatable, but they there's a reason why they finished first they've got a ton of weapons uh does that say and uh men's team
0: great facility to have that tournament as well uh, in saint john so
1: yeah you know, but a weird but that. it's a weird facility for volleyball because it's so spacious
0: well it is yeah that's fair you do like more of the con uh,
1: confined yeah, yeah
0: uh, con, uh, confined spaces there's no doubt because it is pretty sprawling and yeah, you're it's, talking it's very sprawling had
1: had several people from the stu program say it's a it's a really different and tough place to play even for the st john teams who play there they often play better out of that facility right. so that could be a really interesting uh uh really interesting uh weekend there and
0: uh that's not unlike uh, the high school kids that go to final 12 as well when all yeah. of a sudden you're at td station and that no, it's 6,500-seat arena, right? So there's a lot you're of You're racing states. ahead of me here. You're getting oh, sorry, 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 getting all fired up. It's okay, it's
1: okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, and Stu Women's Volleyball, they finished at 8 and 10. That was good for fifth uh, in the conference, puts them into quarterfinals uh, Friday at 1 o'clock uh, versus Holland College, uh, again at the uh, G-Forbes Elliott in, in, at UNBSJ uh, Holland, a big-serving, hard-hitting team, um, tough matchup for Stu, but Stu proved they could play with anybody this weekend. Like they, they played that, uh, uh I want to say it's like a one loss UKC team. I think it was only one loss they had on the season. If my memory is at all, any good from, from Saturday, they, five Saturday played them right with them the whole time, um, and proved that they can, it, they can do it. And then they come back Sunday and, you know, one uh, pretty convincingly, uh, did the Tommies in uh, to wrap up their season against LAC, like straight a straight center um, played quite well. So that will be really interesting. And of course, that was Coach McKay's final right. um, home game as a as Tommy's coach. So he's into his last game or three, depending on how the weekend It'd goes pretty emotional. for them. Um, it was pretty. It was pretty emotional yeah. and a nice little ceremony after and very well done. Of course, uh, big group photo with uh, current players and. Those that, that uh, you know used to uh, used to play for him, former yeah. players. That's yeah. the word I'm looking for, and <laughs> and uh, it was really interesting. I think a lot of the officials uh, came out to as well. They wanted to be part of that game, cool. so it was yeah. a really, really high uh, caliber officiating crew. Even like Matt Venralte, who's refereed internationally, right. was doing stats input okay. for for part of that. Uh, part of the day there as well. So just, um, you know, incredibly interesting to see some of the senior officials that came back for that as well, and and kudos to them and, and kudos to Matt Van Ralte for helping me learn a new volleyball term to me. Which is? Antenna. Antenna. It's a little pole thing that yeah, sticks yeah. up on the net. It
0: sticks yeah. up on the net, okay. Yeah, I
1: was, I was announcing on Saturday and he was listening. Uh-huh, what'd and you I, call it? And I called the it, little, I, the I, net said, thingy? I said, I have no idea what that thing is called, but you know, that's the thing that marks the line <laughs> on the net. It sticks up there, the post. I should have been able to get antenna.
0: Antenna, that's what it is. Because it
1: very much looks like an antenna yeah, when does. someone tells you it's Absolutely. an antenna. Uh-huh. But I should have been able to get antenna. I'll never forget it again. Now, live but and learn, an, man. But it's an antenna. Yeah, so. that's
0: right. You'll be working that into every broadcast well, now.
1: Well, the funny thing was, is in the Saturday game, like it came into play. It came into play like a dozen times, and then the Sunday game, we were all the way through to like the third set before I had a chance to use antenna after I had just learned what it was.
0: <laughs> just itching up there. It was come just always it just come itching.
1: Come on, somebody at the <laughs> antenna. Perfect. All right. <laughs> Uh, we have too Never much. too old to learn new tricks. Never right, too baby? old to learn new tricks. No. All right, uh, <laughs> let's switch over to basketball. There's a time to talk about here, basketball. Yeah, yes. Uh, you want to jump right into high school stuff and then to university? Sure. Well,
0: I mean, there was Final Twelves this weekend at TD Station, and that's what all high school teams, you start training to, to go play for, and, and you want to be in St. John that last weekend. And uh, some controversy in the NBIA with uh, Cole St. Anne and, and Dalhousie, in I believe it was. Dalhousie it was, it was yeah. Uh, which amazing, because there was a mix up in the score. Uh, so long story short, they made them play the game from the starting of the second quarter the next day, which course Colson Ann won again. They won initially Friday night and then won again on Saturday. By, by a bigger score. By a bigger score. Yeah. One by two on Friday and yeah. then the contested game or the protest game. But it, it, it amazed me because it doesn't matter what level, under 11, university, if, if it's 0-0 zero, zero and there's a free throw and that ball just goes through the hoop and that one's not up on the scoreboard, somebody's yeah. yelling. Oh, yeah, for so, sure. Uh, you know what happened there, I, I, I don't know, just uh, – some sort of scoreboard or score uh, card uh, scorebook error or whatever, but uh, certainly made for some anxious moments, but a coles St end did prevail and and back to TV station it goes,
1: yeah, and then they had to come back because they played the Friday night, right. played then the Saturday, Saturday, which would have been scheduled so then they came back home and I think they went up on the Monday yesterday when it to, was. to to play again at uh, Carlton North and beat Carlton North, who was number one, right just just amazing so. Uh, that puts a Cole Saint Anne through, and that's the Saturday evening last game. The Double A boys are, are last, uh, and they are be taking on Fundy, who won at at Miramichi Valley. And that's not a not an easy not place an to easy place to, to win there either. Yeah. And of course, uh, uh, the Fundy Mariners that's another strong strong basketball program as well in, in the province that that area. And, it has been. And uh, you know, we talked a little bit last week about. Uh, uh, your announcement, was it last week, week before, that your announcement of the, the freeze and the MWBA going to Saint St. Stephen. St. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, George right down in that same area. Strong strong yeah. basketball. Love we'll their basketball in that neck of the woods, that's for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's uh, true. And a big upset on the girls' AAA side as well with uh, KV going down. Up 29-9 in the first quarter and lost by two to Harrison Trimble. So that, uh, that was a shocker. One versus six.
1: It, it was. And they move on to take on St. Malachy's who won in Riverview. So um, sort Tough of the, to bet against the Saints. Yeah, sort of the team that you thought, you know, just a reverse of how you thought those games might go. You, th- you think you're, you know, you see that matchup, you think, well, KV will win, um, you know, hosting, and uh, Riverview will probably win hosting. hosting yeah. uh, not that Saint Malachy's doesn't deserve to be there, because I, I, I know, I think I was doing the PA here at Leo Hayes in the fall, and I sent you a note and said, watch the Saint Malachy's team as the year goes on, because there's some. There's some talent here, yeah. and I saw them again play FHS in the senior game, right? And it was like 88-86 oh, yeah. or something that game, and I think FHS got them. But the growth in, in Dan Patterson's St Malachi Saints team from when I saw them in November to that point in time was just it was amazing.
0: And that I mean for the hometown crowd, right? With St Malachy's playing uh, just down the down yeah. the hill at, at TD Station, it'll be great, and. and being a former St. Max student, I'll uh, have to cheer for the Saints when they come marching in.
1: Yeah, so let's go Let's go backwards from there. That's the Friday game, the early Friday game. The late Friday game is KV and St. Malachy's on the boys' side. Uh, so St. Malachy's came here, um, had to play, I want to say they played Leo Hayes in the sectional um, on the Friday, the in the sectional quarterfinal, in the sectional semifinal against FHS they beat FHS so they went to the sectional final against KV in which they lost FHS subsequently had lost to Ross A. right um,
0: who lost to KV by 2 i think
1: who lost to KV by 2 i think mm, yeah, it was, yeah it was close yeah. uh, so there's another like there's there's uh St. John area teams well like represented. K- KV St. Max on the on the boys uh St. Max on the girls at AAA uh, move into double A girls Saint Stephen. Again, we're mm-hmm. down in that, that neck of the woods. Yeah. Uh Coach Don Walker and, and his uh uh his Saint Stephen girls. Um you know, I think maybe-
0: that's great because with the MWBA going down there at the end of April, it's an opportunity, you know, we can salute the Spartans to uh, win oh. or lose because I think it's a fantastic uh, uh you know opportunity for that team and Don's Don told me way back in October or whatever, watch out for us for we're, we're pretty solid. So it's gonna be interesting to see how they do.
1: Yep, and staying in the WNBA circle there, their opponent, RNS.
0: Right, Kaylee Kilpatrick, the reigning MWBA uh, MVP. Yeah. So I was texting with her on the weekend. She was pretty excited. Uh, and, and, the kid, this, it's, it's about the kids. Like it's, it's seeing these students, the student athletes play at that level. And TD station, as you're aware is a great facility. So it's, uh, just stepping on there, even for the shoot around, uh, on game day is, is, uh, is a pretty big thrill and that'll stick with them forever.
1: Yeah. And pretty big for Kaylee and her, her program there. Yeah. I mean, uh, our NS boys and
0: gets was, all the attention, right? They're right. playing in the prep school circuit and, and, and the girls are slowly and surely, uh, building a program there and, uh. I'm glad to see Kelly a part of it because absolute quality person.
1: Yeah, no question. So we've talked about double AA, A, triple A, single A, boys, John Caldwell, who beat uh, Fredericton Christian Academy, uh, and Samuel San Plain, also another St. John area school. North End school. Um, they beat mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: So, yeah, there's a good collection of St. John schools, good collection of basketball schools there as well. And you, you know, kind of look at the Look at what's going on here, and you've got Harrison Trimble as sort of the lone yeah. representative from. What are you doing here? From from <laughs> that, like that St. old General side Party. of the province, literally, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty interesting to. To see that um you know sectionals uh complete the regionals uh, were the weekend before i think i might have said sectionals when they come. oh listen you start regional sectional regional sectionals, like sectionals. i get them mixed up whichever whichever was whichever <laughs> one was whichever one yeah uh and you know also good on the leo hayes girls who made it right Know made it out of had
0: a good low scoring game to lose to Trimble in, into sectionals. You know, yeah. That's right, and uh but yeah, and uh, a number of great elevens and tens on yeah, that team, just, and, a, and a couple of, at least at least one nine. Uh, so next season, Leo Hayes should be an interesting team to follow. Should,
1: should be a very interesting yeah. team to follow, um, and again, health will be a, be a big thing there as well, yeah. and uh, a few all stars locally. Uh, that I don't know that I know all the all stars, but uh, Ava Sprague from FHS mm-hmm. uh, on the girls' side, uh, as well uh, a couple from Leo Hayes. Um, Alice Simmons is one, and Grace, Grace Lenahan. Yeah, they were they were the three that I've noted. I'm, I'd be shocked if uh, Cam Evans wasn't an all star for the FHS boys' side. Didn't just didn't see that because um, I haven't seen the, the full list, uh, but I would expect that he's. Probably among those all stars, um, you know, based on on what I saw and potential others uh, locally as well. But
0: uh, well, you had mentioned uh, John Caldwell. So from the History Channel, I coached baseball there. My star player was Paul McCarthy, who was dad of Allie at the University of Ottawa and Noah at Stu. So that's going back when I coached him with his long, with his big mullet and everything. Yeah. So how's how about that?
1: That's uh, that's. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's uh, that's interesting.
0: That is interesting. You never know. Yeah, I was living up there, and uh, a friend of mine was the athletic director, still a good friend of mine, former UMB hockey player Tony McLean. And he said they need a baseball coach. I said, yeah, sign me up. So that's where I got to know Paul the first time.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's never a good. dull moment. No, it's always good to, to learn these things. Absolutely. So, does he still call you coach?
0: <laughs> you know, he calls me a lot of things, not coach. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, let's flip over to UMB women's basketball, um, finished in second place, key victory versus Acadia, Big. uh, to Only end the season. Uh, some injury issues there. Yeah, just um, awful news. Yeah. Awful news. So they'd already been down Addie Mombraquette from the very beginning of the year, uh, Reese Baxendale, who went down just prior to the... I and mean,
0: Reese was ready to come back
1: Yeah, and then... Reinjured and you know, then and augmented. then re-injured and new new injury news there yeah. as well.
0: Yeah, and then Kylie Speedy last weekend and you know we know Kylie from the Freeze and of course you know, uh, watching her grow up and uh, going down last weekend to an ACL and a meniscus and just uh, I don't know when it when it, when I hear that it just it, it just makes you cringe and uh, you know especially when you know them so well right and it's uh, it, it's tough to tough to digest that and it because it's it, it's not an easy uh, injury to come back. I suffered, I had it, I lost my ACL and MCL and it's at least six months minimum. And it's a lot of work to mentally to get over that, to say, I can't believe I'm hurt and, uh, (laughs) swelling go down and then you have to wait. And I, and you know, um, I know all three of the of uh, the girls that were hurt, and, and Reese, who has no eligibility left, and that's uh, that makes it even tougher. Like that, she's going to have to watch from the sidelines.
1: Yeah, I, I think she got in for one. She final did, yeah, which was amazing. Moment, which is yeah. that's always yeah. touching.
0: It, it it was, and that was last weekend. And uh, listed at O for one on the shot, so I'm not sure if she rifled up a shot or not. If anybody could play through it, it, it would be her. But it's going to be a pretty tough battle.
1: Yeah, no, no yeah. question, a pretty pretty tough battle there as well. Yeah. So the UNB women, they're on to the AOS semis. And if my research is correct, that's going to be Saturday, 7.30?
0: I think it's 6.30, 630. I, I think, but uh, don't please don't quote me on that. They play the winner of Acadian Mon. I believe.
1: That's what I have down as well. Yeah. But I also saw that th- they would get the highest remaining seed, but I don't think that is correct. I read that somewhere uh, today as I think they got rid of that reseeding thing. Okay. Uh, so I do think they get the winner of Acadia Mind. So if they just played Acadia twice in a row. Right. Split. Could, split. Could be a home, third home game. Home and then a neutral site. Yeah. It could be a yeah. third game yeah. in a semifinal against the same Acadia team. There.
0: That's right. That's uh, uh, funny how that works out. And one of those games, of course, was delayed by that snowstorm a couple of weeks ago. So everything was kind of condensed. Um, and then, you know, Jada Vino, who's just, uh, put up some crazy numbers this year. And, uh she's and Aaron Ingalls has 29 points at home uh, last week and Aaron has really exploded upon the scene so uh, some other players are gonna have to carry the weight Katie Butts you know that can just be expected to to do what she does and that, that's gonna be a battle and it's, it's fun anybody that's been to AUS weekend uh, in Halifax it's it's an event it's 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 basketball yes but it's also old home week for a lot of people and just uh, if you're a basketball junkie you just you know park your can there and Start and don't leave to the to the final. Yeah, this is. Those. I
1: almost said it when we were doing high school hoops. This is a time of year where I wish I could. I won't say clone myself. Maybe divide <laughs> myself. There you go. Because uh, no one needs two of me around. But <laughs> I wish I could divide myself because the Final Twelve in St. John. I would love to be there to see some of these games and some of the teams that I've seen at the Carter Classic and. Oh, uh, at the Dairy Town, and in that's other, only an uh,
0: hour down the road as compared to four. So right, know, and I mean, in other
1: places, yeah, right. um, would like to be in Halifax. I've never been to an yeah. Aus. Unbelievably, got to be on so, your bucket list. Uh, on my bucket list, uh, but as we'll get to in a bit, uh, I'll be here for the Tommies on right. Friday and Saturday. Um, so that's uh, that's where we're all will where I will be. Women's final uh, goes the twenty fifth at one o'clock. So. Uh, if UNB manages to make it through the the semifinal, they'll play on one o'clock on the Sunday.
0: And UNB men are in the four or five games, so that's the UNB old toss-up game, right? Are, that sandwich those, game.
1: Yeah, where they they get Memorial. Um, yeah, and they're as we've as I've said a few times, the UNB men, I think they're as talented as anybody. If they can, if they just you know play together, um, I think they can be a real tough team. Uh, To beat because I think they're, I think, as I say, I think they're high end talent as as a talent as anybody in the league, but they've got to, you know, decide not to be, in my view. And again, I'm not coaching and I haven't Mm -hmm. coached in in many years. I think they've got to decide that they want to play as a team and not try to beat everybody one on one on whatever. Uh, and it's very
0: time. emotional too, this weekend's emotional because uh, you know, big crowds usually, lots yep. of alum uh, in the area and, and uh, usually, uh, well not usually, most of them all have uh, pubs yep. uh, to gather and um, you know, it's downtown Halifax and it's Friday night or it's Saturday night so it's, uh, the, the building's electric, that's for sure. So uh, sometimes shots fall, sometimes they don't but it's always emotional.
1: Um, and the semifinals for the men, they would make it through, they'd play X. Uh, 3 o'clock on Saturday, and then the men's finals is at uh, 4 o'clock on Sunday. Uh, so that's the rundown of AUS basketball and, and UNB, and uh, you know I think we knew it going into the year that the women were going to be really good and that uh, you know Aaron McAleenan was taking over a pretty good program there. and seniors an this year, right? Yeah, had an opportunity to sort of do some damage, and, and that's what we've seen, finishing second, getting the bye to the semifinal. Um, I'm not a history buff of the UNB men's or UNB women's basketball program, but when's the last time that they've got the bye?
0: That's been, I'm just trying to think like immediate history now.
1: Yeah. That's, I think yeah. it's been a while. Yeah. Um, have to dig back through to, uh, to sort that out. And you know, I'm sure someone on that's listening could maybe help us out yeah, there. No doubt. Um, and battle
0: us. through injuries, like right from day one with Addy going down and, yeah, just uh so I I think it is the case it's it can be a cliche but some players there, there can't be any passengers on that proverbial bus, right? You just can't. Yeah, it's uh no. if you're on the floor you have to contribute somehow.
1: Yeah, and um you know, I think they've got uh, on the women's side, they've got you know, they'll have to go deeper into their bench than maybe they would if they had all these mm-hmm. had all these players, but I think there's some talent there. As well that they're tapping into, and I noticed Katie Butts has been coming off the bench a little that's bit, a which, Interesting. which really changes the yeah. dynamic off the bench, gives them another, you know, uh, you know, sort of scoring weapon right. uh, coming off the bench in in Katie Butts. So I I find that's uh, um, fascinating just to sort of see how all that develops and how rotations change oh, yeah. as players get hurt and and uh, you know teams that try to try to balance things out. Um, Anything else on on UNB or AOS basketball before we go it over to AC, ACA? Yeah, flip the switch. Uh, so I've got ac- I've actually got extra note paper here for, <laughs> See things, that? for things that I just found out um, since I printed. It might off be a my, new segment. Things my, I just found out. Wow, well, antenna. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, so let's talk about ACA basketball. There's because I spend a whole lot of my time there, yes, you so do. I'm very very deep into the ACA basketball. Uh, Stu Men, 13-3, uh, first in the ACAA, uh, one game up on MSVU. They just lost mm. at MSVU, um, so MSVU would be 12-4. So both of those teams have secured buys to the, that uh, to the semifinal. And one error I had last week was saying that Stu had not secured that. They already had secured okay. that. I wasn't looking at the loss column. I was only looking at the win column. Uh, there. So so that's interesting. Their road loss to MSVU, they were down 29 mm-hmm. at one point in the third quarter, came back to make it a one possession game, ultimately lost by eight. Uh, so that was, uh, that was the Saturday game. The game prior to that, so what I want to talk about a little bit, uh, that was their home game on the Wednesday on Valentine's Day against Crandall. So much like you talked about uh, scores issue in the uh, Saint Anne game. I don't know if I told you this or not.
0: Nope. First uh, time hearing.
1: Yeah. So in, in that game against Crandall, um, there was a foul called on Jeff Lavoie. And I want to say it was the second quarter. There was a foul called. My presumption was the foul was called on Jeff Lavoie in the second quarter. I think Crandall believed the foul was called on Jeff Lavois in the second quarter. I think the stats importer believed the foul was called on Jeff Lavoie in the second quarter. However, when the foul went up on the board, instead of going on number 13, which is Jeff Lavoie, it went up on number 8, which is Riverlands. I'm not sure River was on the court because there were subs right, <laughs> right. there at that yep. point in time, yep. but it went in the book, not on Jeff Lavoie. Um, so we got towards the end of the game. Uh, see where this is going. And Jeff Lavoie ended up getting a fourth foul, which Crandall thought was number 5. And, of course, the online stats would have said at that point in time was number 5, and the printout that Crandall would have had from halftime would have had them having three fouls from number five. So you see somewhere along the line that either with the communication between the official and the scores table flashing up an eight mm-hmm. and a 13, which both have the three yeah, fingers right. in it, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's real easy if you're, if you don't catch that at the right time or the official gets eight and 13 in their head mixed up and they've got players walking in front of them and a thousand things going on. Very, very, very correctable issue. If someone on the bench, Right. is paying attention.
0: Oh, that's a big thing. Right? Uh, yeah. Coaching with Ryan Jace, I remember you always say, like this it has to be accurate. Yeah. You've got to know what's going on. And it's, of course,
1: the Crandall coaching staff was not happy right. at the end because they thought somehow they'd gotten screwed out of it. But I, to me, it was, there was an honest mistake that happened right. somewhere and, and it, it may not even have been a mistake. It may have been my interpretation and River might've been on the court and might've legitimately picked up the foul. I haven't right. talked to Coach Hickey or anyone on this do program of about that yeah. that's why I
0: do appreciate the officials that come close to and yeah. you and I have both been on that score uh, bench. And you're, you know, you're, you're talking about the referee seeing players, players walk by the score table and you're cranking your neck. Like, did I get, is it 10? Was it, what was it? And it's, uh, so those that come in with that authoritative call and there's no doubt in anybody's mind, uh, will alleviate that, but it doesn't always happen.
1: No, it doesn't always happen. And it was a, it was a really good scores table. I won't say who was was running the score sheet. Both you and me and Stu have
0: have quality. Yeah, but uh, it was uh, certainly a
1: high quality, you know, scores table there. So it wasn't, there was, I mean. Something happened somewhere, and I haven't figured out quite what. And I I never go back and watch right. anything that I've announced it's, because I, it's just, I find it weird.
0: One thing I noticed uh, when we hosted nationals, and you'd be when basketball in New Brunswick, we have commissioner behind uh, the score table, and you don't see that um, you know in, in in regular games. I think it's important because that commissioner talks to everybody from somebody the spotter to, to everybody and it really gives uh, almost an added boost of confidence to those uh, writing numbers and, and everything down to make sure everything's okay yep. and uh, it's, it's a big difference.
1: Yeah I know when I'm doing PA at the high school level and it's often you know high school students that are doing the clock or the or parents who aren't used to doing the book or the clock or the whatever some are you know they've done it quite a number of times. I always try to help where I can as the guy doing the PA and sort of keep my own um, because I know what I'm looking for with the officials. And, you know, particularly some of those high school officials, they're in a tournament and they've done six games that day. You know, had I'm not eat. saying that they're not being, you know, and not, you know, being lazy and not coming over to the scores mm-hmm. table, but sometimes they... They stay, you know, a little farther away than than in other places, and it's and a commitment
0: uh, being on that table, like because you're. It,
1: it is you really you really got to watch
0: right, and that's when you get those fans yelling, put the score up, and you're yeah. like, just you know, settle down, yep. like the score is going to up. I've got it, um, and those that are uh, that term minor officials, they're not minor officials to me. Like they're major officials because they're right. you know they carry a big part of the game. So anybody that uh, has the courage to. Uh, Uh, to be a scorekeeper or whatever it is, like, I applaud you because it's not for everyone.
1: Um, So let's get into the men here a little bit more on the Tommies. So as I talked about, um, each of uh, St. Thomas and MSVU each have two games left, and I verified it this time because I had it wrong last week and the Tommies not having secured the the bye. Any combination of Tommy men wins and MSVU losses – Totaling two. Totaling two. And Stu gets first place. Anything less than two, and MSVU gets first place. Okay. So MSVU would have to win two and Stu lose one um, in order to, in order to get there. So MSVU.
0: Magic number time.
1: Uh, yeah, MSVU has UKC left as one of their games. That's who they finish with. Uh, and I forget what the other one is. But interestingly, just down the standings from one and two is three four and five right now hc is nine and eight mount a is nine and eight and crandall is eight and nine holland college and mount a come to st thomas so if Tommy's win both of those they could each go to nine and nine and crandall goes to uh plays versus ukc so they could end up at nine and nine <laughs> so we could Where have a three-way go. tie for nine and nine and i'm told if that happens it will go Holland College, Crandall, and Mount A fifth. Okay. Okay.
0: All based on math.
1: All, all based on math. Right now, Mount A would would sit in fourth with their nine and eight record, but on a on a five game win streak. So now you want the other side of this coin.
0: Get the compass and the slide rule. Um,
1: the CCA rankings are just out this afternoon. Hot off the press. Hot off the press. Mount St. Vincent re-enters the rankings after beating St. Thomas at number 14. Okay. So they, as second place team, they were not in the rankings last week. Mount Allison, who was at 13 last week, despite having a below 500 record, they picked up two more wins to move above 500 now at 12. Okay. The Tommies who are at eight last week prior to losing to Mount St. Vincent, where do you think they are? Oh God, they fall? They are not ranked.
0: Not ranked. Oh, completely. Completely not
1: ranked. Right. As the top team in the league, they have lost three games all year. Yeah. Two of them at Mount St. Vincent, right. who bar. was at one point in time, the number one, one ranked yeah, team right. in the country. So two, so your, two of your losses of the are 15. there. Completely out of the top 15.
0: That's where you cue the circus
1: music. And, there. and Mount A, who is currently right now sitting fourth, but on a five game win streak right. and have beaten... Yeah. You know, the Tommies were the last team to beat them, and they beat them pretty handily at Mount A in late January. Um, they've been on a five-game win streak since then, including beating, you know, Holland and Mount St. Vincent, and I don't know who right. exactly all they've, they've beaten. Uh, but right now they are the top team ranked from the the NCAA, interesting. And, um, and, and, and even more interesting is they are the Tommy's opponent at home on Friday night. <laughs> right.
0: All kinds of plot lines. Oh, no, there's tons but, of plot lines. Listen, I, I'm, I'm giddy already. It, like, this it's, this, this <laughs> is fun for me. Friday. Right? So coaches will tell you don't care about rankings. It nope. doesn't mean anything. It's ridiculous. The formula doesn't work. But it's not true. Right. Uh, but um, you know, knowing that bench, uh, who leads that team and, and, and who's involved, that'll be a uh, fuel for the fire right there. Like, uh, I'm sure the respect factor will be a uh, part of the pregame speech and, uh, you know, bring the horses out of the barn and let's get going.
1: Yeah. I'm, well, I'm sure the players will, they That's will good. know as well. And I, I'm, as much as I want to be in three different places on Friday, <laughs> Alif- now Alifax I know why I and St. Right. John, like yeah. I'm going to be
0: pretty happy in your perch.
1: I'm, I'll be pretty happy in that perch and I'm itching, you know, itching for th- for that, that night, um, and it's as much to see the women who we can go right. on and talk about, yeah. talk about now. We've talked about that's, all kinds of things that's there going on, to be great like side.
0: that. That's what you want though. In, in, oh, in the middle of February, you want those uh, eight and eight and nine and eight, whatever it is, just uh, chaos. No, oh, it's uh, not because I, it just I, brings I, something I, to the game. I
1: went through that uh, earlier today and I, I actually sent John Hickey a note and said, John, have I got this right? And he <laughs> confirmed that up. I did yeah. have it right yeah. because I got a note last week when I had it wrong, right? Said that they didn't have the buy, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm excited for that. Right. And then when I looked at the rankings late this afternoon, like I had to go back and look at it again, double take, to, I did the double take and went down through and I did not find St. Thomas anywhere. And I thought, well, that's interesting. Cause I expected they would drop out of, right, eight, sure. out of eight after yeah. losing the Mount St. Vincent who had no longer been ranked, but I thought they would hang in around. Mm-hmm. You know, 12, 13, somewhere in there. In the mix. But in the mix as a, as a conference leader who's only lost three times in the year. So, um, you know, it's just really, really interesting. Uh, so let's switch over and talk about the women, uh, the Tommy women. Uh, they play Mount A and Holland College on Friday, Saturday, uh, 6 and 5. The men are at uh, 8 and 7 uh, on Friday and Saturday, if I didn't say that already. Stu, uh, women are seven and nine. They've locked up fifth, regardless of the outcome of their last two games. Uh, so they will either draw Holland College or UKC in the quarterfinals. Uh, and I, somewhere I wrote down the standings for Probably here. Probably want to see UKC
0: right now because uh, they're, they're plummeting a bit. I
1: was just going to say that. So the women's standings, Mount A is 14 and three and on an absolute run again. And, and you know, great work for uh, the coach Skabar there and what he's done to pick up from, from Ryan's chase and...
0: Who was the coach of the year in five, the country last five year? Five or
1: six seniors there last yeah. year, uh, and high impact seniors as well, like conference player of the year level yeah. in, in Abby Miller and and tons of talent. When I looked at their roster, I thought, yeah, they could be good or they could be, you know, just part of the pack. And here they are, um, you know, at fourteen and three, uh, MSVU, two games left at uh, thirteen and three, uh, and then we get into um, a mess uh three and four ukc at 10 and six they have crandall and mount saint vincent left at crandall versus mount saint vincent uh so you have to think if the standings hold that they would beat crandall crandall's 0 and 17 so ukc would then move to 11 and 6 going into the last game against mount saint vincent mount saint vincent is back playing well this right. after this no, last weekend the mode anyway. um they played really well against Stu, and then i th- I think it was Crandall they played on Sunday as well. And, um, you know, MWBA's Nalini Maharaj again uh, was, the athlete, was, was the athlete of the week for the women's basketball team there named this week. And um, I think over 20 points both games. They want to take 23 and 22 to lead them in scoring both games. Um, so nice, you know, nice work there. Uh, so that potentially, you know, if you just go by the way, the standing set would put uh, them at 11 and seven. Holland College right now is at ten and seven with one to play at Saint Thomas. Again, if you go by the standings, that could put them at eleven and seven. So that could leap Holland College up to third because they would have the tiebreaker over U K C. See, I love this time here. This isn't this fun. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, but of course, if the Tommies win, they would move to to, to uh, um, they would move up in the in the standings. I've got them at seven and nine. Yeah, that's correct because they would they've got two left. Um, And then St. John is 4-13. and So the Tommies are locked into where they are. What happens in the UKC and Holland College games, of which the Tommies are part of one, determines who their first round playoff opponent is. And as you say, I'm not sure it would be a bad thing based on the way the second half of the season has gone for UKC to get matched up against UKC. Right now, in, in your quarterfinal match, <laughs> right now versus Holland College playing on home court at home, yeah,
0: and Holland's always tough at home too, right? Yeah, so
1: that's yeah, you you want
0: to stay away from the home team in tournament in a must-win game. So again, that game would be a it's a pickem, yeah. And uh, but uh, UKC started out really well, like surprised a lot of people, I think, early in the season. Um, but maybe it's come back to earth a little bit, but still four games above five hundred is nothing to sneeze
1: at. No, that's it's it's pretty good. Yeah. And but as as you say, they were in the national rankings, and yeah. I want to say fairly far up the national rankings at yeah. one point in the first semester.
0: Mount A is number four now.
1: Uh, I have that written down here somewhere. Like I saw, Mount A is four, MSVU is eighth, and Holland is thirteenth. Thirteen. Mount A was number one in the country last year. Mount A was number one go, going into the last. Uh, into the last weekend. And I know that one still stings for the Mount, the Mount A supporters. <laughs> yeah, that's I, know, right. I know you say that with yeah. a little tear running oh, at yeah, the exactly. corner of your eye. it was a tough one. Uh, certainly yeah. a real tough one there. Yeah. Uh, and the big news that you alluded to earlier also yeah. out on the CCA Higher website today. So I think it's great. Uh, I think th- something that you and I have heard about a while right. ago and, and we've managed to contain ourselves. But now that it's out there on the CCA website, I think we can say... Well, I'm going to say whether, You're I, whether gonna, absolutely. Well, I'm going to because I read yeah. it online. It's got to be true. <laughs> uh, the St. Thomas Tommies are hosting the 2025 CCA Nationals right here in Fredericton, March 10th to 16th of 2025. At the Curry Center. Uh, likely at the Curry mm. Center. I um, can't imagine them playing... At the pit, I can't imagine them playing anywhere else in the city other than yeah. the than the Curry Center. Oh, you have a showcase for event day. like that. You want to, yeah. You want to have a, yeah. a outstanding facility. Not
0: that the pit isn't. We all love the pit, but uh, for some swag and swagger, you wanna, yeah. If you, you if you got to play the on Center. a red floor, which you get, <laughs> which you're going to get either <laughs> yeah, at the pit right. or at the Curry Center, yeah. You want it to do go, go to go to the RJCC yeah. where
1: yeah.
0: that's, that's great news. I mean, it, it, Stu's hosting soccer nationals <laughs> next Stu's year, men's soccer nationals, men's in November, in November, and then women's basketball and. Anytime um, you can get a national championship, it doesn't matter what sport is, same as curling coming to the to the Aiken Centre uh, next month, it, it's fantastic to see. And, and, and Fredericton traditionally, New Brunswick for that matter, traditionally uh, puts on great shows for national championships. So congratulations to St. Thomas for getting that bid.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You, um,
0: you know where you'll be there. Uh, that I, well, time.
1: I've, I've I've already looked ahead <laughs> to see if I could book vacation that far in advance. Sure you have. I just don't think it's available for me to book vacation that far in Four
0: advance. Four games a day starting at well, one o'clock. I'll, I think I'll, you'll I'll, be there. I'll
1: be there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still hoping to get to Charlottetown next weekend for the ACAA basketballs at least on the at least on the Saturday. Work's uh, been really really busy um, over the last little bit and a lot a lot of fun too. So. But I haven't booked anything there yet, uh, and also still got in the back of my mind maybe the to get down to Sackville for the CCA men's, which are coming up. Yeah, then. that's right. Yeah, and we sure. should we should ought to have somebody from from there, uh, Mr. Tingley or somebody. Um, I'm sure Dave Tingley would be happily come on and pontificate right. yeah. uh, with us here about uh, hosting nationals or uh uh, you know, someone else, uh, yeah, it'd uh, be great to there. see with the, or right, right? With that.
0: with the new gym, I guess you can call it the new gym, the refurbished gym, and yep. um, yeah, and and the women from Mount A hosted about whew, five years ago, maybe nationals, and just it, it's you know, you, you get that uh national vibe in a smaller town, and it's just it's always well attended. And uh, and St. Thomas, will uh, I'm sure we'll put on a great show.
1: Oh, there's, there's no question, um. That uh, uh, it'll be a great show at at uh, both of them, and ACAs will be fun. Mm. In, in uh, you know, you just look at some of these potential matchups, and just some of what I just talked about in terms of all those matchups and how, how fun it could be. Um, look forward to uh, to all of those. Uh, curling,
0: curling, yeah, uh, just great to see at UNB. will be hosting. Uh, uh, Jenna Campbell will be skipping the uh, UNB. Won the AUS championship, beat Dal, a perennial nemesis. Now Dal will be at nationals as well um but that's coming to the AUC uh, which is Great the U Sport and CCAA and that starts uh, a busy 3 weeks so um you have that curling and then Canadian mixed doubles I believe it is and then there's an under 12 uh championship which is kind of cool uh, get to play in the in the big building under the pomp and circumstance and everything so it it it's kind of designed to get the the younger uh, children used to, you know, what it's like to play at the, at playdowns and everything, and uh, so just a lot of. If you're a curling fan, or again, if you're uh, uh, somebody that just wants to go see competition at at that level, uh, be a great opportunity.
1: And again, that's another place we should take the take yeah, the, on take, the road. Take, absolutely, take the gear or somewhere the, to either the I'm either sure it will be there. Capital Winter Club or the Aiken Center. Uh, to you know, talk to somebody about right. about curling at at one of these events like the the mix the mixed doubles is a that's yeah, a major event absolutely uh, and okay. of course any national championship when you're looking at post secondaries yeah. is and, also and a major
0: event it gets great too because the UMB women are going in the front door as, as as AUS yep. champs right and not just hosts so. Um, but yeah, that's, that's going to be a busy slate on the And, on and it's the timed
1: grass. at just the right amount of time that the hockey <laughs> yeah. is done, right? Cause I think hockey is go after hockey.
0: Yeah. If it went to the limit, there'd be like a day or two's grace. I mean, um, you know, speaking of Scott Campbell, they have to paint the ice and yeah. put that pebble down and then and do the lines and, there, and everything like that. So there's a lot that goes into it. There's
1: a lot that yeah. goes into changing over from, from hockey Oof, to big time. So, and, and you know, I've never, you know, I'm not much of a skater. <laughs>
0: And You've alluded pr- to that.
1: Predict, particularly on the arena ice. I've always been afraid of falling through and drowning.
0: <laughs> a little tough to do at the Aiken Center.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't that, that, ice really look, <laughs> that ice looks awful white. It's got to be awful thick, right. doesn't it?
0: Right. Yeah, I, I forget what the uh, how, how, what the depth of ice is, but uh, yeah, I think you're safe. <laughs> I've only fa- I fell through once, I think, in the old pond back home, and that was a startle uh Oh, that is. I've done that. I've
1: done that too. Just yeah
0: like your legs feel it and then you're up to your, you know, up to your chest and you're going, okay, maybe I should panic a little yeah. bit here. It was, uh, I was,
1: luckily it was shallow where I went through and my okay. feet hit bottom and I was able to.
0: Yeah. Able to and I, I miss pond hockey. That's, I know we alluded to the world pond hockey up in Plaster Rock being canceled because of the weather. But I just, uh, when I see kids out or adults, whatever it is, out on the pond uh, thrashing around on a Saturday afternoon, that's that's the fun of the game. That's where you learn when you're a kid. And it's just something that you don't see all the time now because everything's so organized
1: everything is organized and given the weather that we've had yeah. over the last few winters if it's not artificial ice it's getting a whole right. lot tougher to to uh you know say hey kids go on out on that ice and skate True. around like, we had
0: such a great uh, where i grew up in, in rural new brunswick and uh, my uncle uh, had a huge yard and he had all the toys like the payloaders and everything and he used to scrape it and you get down to that hard like kind of what we're experiencing here now with no snow and yeah. you didn't have to have skates on uh, it was almost felt like ice so you played a lot of a uh, lot of ball hockey on that driveway with the big lights that he had uh you know casting on the on the backyard so you play there until the cows came home so it was either skates up at the pond or, or play on that level and it was always it was, didn't matter there was fights and course there were fights you're living in the country you're going to fight your cousins till
1: you know again till the cows come home but anyway i digress uh, I, was, I was gonna make a joke there but i'll, I'll save that <laughs> save that for not on the podcast right. maybe perfect <laughs> <laughs> yeah um anything else you want to get in we are just about at the hour mark yeah Un- no so, uh, just uh,
0: so much going on um uh, i mean you alluded to it if you're a sports fan it's mecca and it's uh, whether you're going to Halifax this weekend or whether you're staying here in Fredericton and watching games, uh, hockey, basketball, volleyball. It's it, it's all over the map. And then all of a sudden, there's going to be that glut. And back in the day, in the newspaper business, you'd ramp up and ramp up, and then it would be April and there'd be nothing going on. I remember sitting at 210 Crown Street in Saint John. There were four sports writers around the table, and. Phone wouldn't ring, and when it did ring, there was four yeah. reporters going for it just to get something. And then all of a sudden, you're into the spring summer season, right? So, um, but yeah, really excited uh, with the MWBA going to Saint Stephen. We alluded to that earlier. I think that's fantastic. Uh, uh, Gary and Ashley Wager, who own uh, McDonald's in Oremuckdo, two of them, in, in, in Saint Stephen are, are the major partner behind that for the Battle of the Border, and just it, it's it's exciting. It's to uh, going to be playing at St. Stephen High School, the four New Brunswick teams, and uh, a former Fredericton named Peter Duthright, uh, who is an assistant coach with St. Thomas University women's basketball, uh, now in New Glasgow, and, and involved heavily in minor basketball there, uh, looking to host the three Nova Scotia teams in New Glasgow the same weekend, so I think it's, uh, the more you can take a league to places where the teams aren't, I think it's, it's really good, so uh, the response has been, has been outstanding, uh, locally in St. Stephen, and and the border town could use some good news, right, with uh, with some of the uh, the homeless issues and everything that's that's plagued the town. Um, so we're going down there the 27th and 28th, a bunch of youth teams as well uh, playing Saturday and Sunday and just going to make a weekend of it. And uh, really can't wait. Don't want to wish time away, but it's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, so as, as you said, um, busy, busy time of year in the sporting calendar. I think since I've been putting together the online... Schedule last week and this week, the two weekends with the absolute most entries. Like you could literally, as we said, you could go six nights in a row, yeah. potentially five for sure, possibly See. six, yep. uh, just with university hockey right. in town before you get to potential Final 12 just an hour down the road, or ACA basketball, or UNB at home for volleyball. Or ACAA volleyball championships again an hour down the road. Like,
0: and you know, hopefully this time next week we can talk to a uh, to a UNB team uh, at the AUS level that's going to a national championship. You know, that's unfolding this weekend uh, for the AUS. So um, all things to look forward to.
1: That that would be amazing. So this week for you, as we've talked about, you're at uh, Red Wings hockey twice, Stu hockey once. That's right. Uh, myself, I've got Stu basketball Friday and Saturday, and then as you alluded. My schedule clears up big time. Yeah, then what are you going to do? From like a really, really hectic month of February where it seemed like I was going multiple places on the same day, which I literally was some days, going multiple places the same day. I don't have anything booked.
0: Well, I'll tell you what was cool. I don't know if you uh, follow Gary Thorne or not, the legendary American hockey broadcaster who was just, had some iconic calls he was calling his grandson's high school hockey games wow uh which is <laughs> just hearing Gary Thorne's voice again I was like this is amazing no it was in Wisconsin or Minnesota but um but I'm sure there'll be somebody out there that needs uh, the play-by-play everybody's uh YouTubing games now so so why not
1: yeah I'm sure there'll be something that'll <laughs> pick up somewhere along yeah. the way but I've got nothing on tap until wow. until St. Stephen and the Maritime Women's Basketball Association that's the only thing that I've got
0: just have this image of you like standing in a corner, going around in circles, saying, "I've got to be somewhere." Yeah, well, like
1: that's it. exactly what it'll be for the first little bit. But <laughs> and you know who, how I am is, I get to an event, that's I'm not. Oh i yeah. not doing something. Right, you gotta get be antsy doing now. something. Like yeah. I'm like, should yeah. I worship what should I be doing? Who should I be talking to? Can't just watch a game. It's, it's tougher just to watch a game, but I'll, yeah. I'll get out. Uh, you know, depending on what's going on, I'll yeah. get out to to some other stuff, and uh, I'm hoping to get on on the road. Fingers crossed so right. I can make some of that stuff uh, uh, work as well. well because would you know, I've really, the more I sit and think about it, the more I really want to go to uh, Charlottetown to see at least the semifinals and finals of the, of the ACA. Now yeah, you're old stomping grounds, too. You yeah, get back I to the have island. Yeah, I've live there for a while. Yeah. I'm not sure whether that's a plus or a, <laughs> plus or a minus.
0: I figure it out. Cows oh, for some ice oh, cream, you know, everything's figure, good. Figure that out. I know my yeah. way around at the yeah, very yeah, least. Yeah, that's overnight. right. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, let's just, let's say that. Um, anything else you want to talk about good. before we wrap uh, up? I don't have fun. any short snappers for you this week. No,
0: that's all right. Uh, I, I think this was fun. It's it's uh, again, I commend you, Bill, for the, the amount of work that you put into the schedule. And I, I you know, people are still discovering it, right? Because uh, it's hard to find out what the heck's going on. Um, you know, not everybody has websites, or not everybody promotes uh, their leagues or games. So so good on you for
1: yeah. We get pretty good that. numbers of of who a number of people who listen to each episode right. no yeah. idea the number of people that just that go check that. Yeah. check the website i often get notes to say oh this is this is wrong or you've right. got a wrong time or i've even had people send me notes and say hey if do you happen to have the schedule for x tournament right and i'm like mm, "No, nope. sorry don't have don't have right. that but if you get it like yeah. send it along i'm Fire happy along. to post it or Absolutely. link it up uh, uh so again uh i guess uh uh, 20, ever, 21 episodes? 21 episodes. 21's in, in the can. Yeah, that's... uh, Who oh. knew, who knew when I was on Amazon Monday poking around <laughs> that we'd right. resolved in 21 exactly. episodes and as no, much fun been as blast.
0: we've had. I look forward to it. Like Tuesday's become kind of a staple. And it's the one, one night of the week that I'm you know not overly kind of crazy busy. Uh, So it's a, it's just fun. It's always on the calendar to, to get with you wherever we are, whether Where, at the wherever, downtown Marysville yes. studio or on the road. So... Uh, a lot of fun, but we will get to so uh, to some curling for sure, right?
1: Yeah, I think we can get out to some yeah. curling. I think we want to talk about uh, Mount A hosting the nationals uh, for sure, and um, you know whatever else we can we can get on and we'll start talking about baseball. We've got some other guests that we tried to right. get lined up uh, at other times that we haven't got back to yet um around as well and no shortage of things never is uh, to talk about uh, as well so again this is this has been fun and again an hour talking just you and i about what's going on even with a, even without a guest is just goes to show how much is happening in sports at the local level
0: Fredericton loves it sports so get out and support it
1: thanks folks for tuning in come on back next week we'll hope to have another one for you Late Scratches is the podcast that sports fans are talking about in the greater Fredericton area. Stories, features, and special guests are filling the gap for what's happening in your favorite sport around the region. If you want to advertise in this medium, now's your chance. You can sponsor a show or have a 15-second commercial on Late Scratches, your stop for Fredericton and area sports stories. Email latescratches at outlook.com for details.